2: What's up, movie geeks? Welcome to So i Married a Movie Geek. My name is Justin Winters. I'm one of the co-hosts of the show. I'm without my regular co-host Chrissy because this week is huge with a capital H. We are starting our 1980s fantasy movie draft tournament this week. Uh, if you're a long-time listener, you know that last year, uh, over several months, we did our 1990s tournament. We go year by year. Um, and then at the end, there is, there's a winner. Uh, so, We're starting the 80s up. It's my favorite decade. We're starting with the first year tonight, 1980. And because it's so important, I had to load this draft up with with two vets and two newbies who I think are ready to draft like months ago. So they're excited. So let me me introduce our vets uh, that you probably know already from several drafts. The guy in the number one spot who, uh, we'll, we'll get to how he tro- chose the draft order in a second, but he's one of, <laughs> one of my favorites. He, he's from down under. Paul from the Countdown Movie and TV Reviews podcast. Paul, what's going
3: on, man? Hey, Justin. Thanks for having me back. Very excited to be here to lead off this 1980s draft and less excited about one of the people who's joining me, but I guess we'll get to that in due course. <laughs> uh a belated happy birthday to paul
2: just celebrated his birthday yesterday correct
3: correct yeah as of day of recording yeah thank you very much so it's nice to be here it's a nice little extra birthday gift to get this time to spend with you guys really really looking forward to it
2: so paul he's been he's been on our show he's been on several drafts have you you've won one correct or two paul
3: just one. I've come second every other time. So, uh, I am readying myself for the two spot today. And I'm sure one of my competitors will blitz me through the last night of the vote. Like it happens every other time.
2: Oh man. So it's, it's the next day. We, 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 we every time we draft, we mention that Paul's in the future. So he has a leg up in the competition. He knows what everyone's draft ahead of time. So it's the next day there in the middle, you know, morning, middle of the day. What are you drinking, sir?
3: I've gone straight for the sparkling water, as you mentioned. Birthday yesterday, so I had a couple of drinks. But more importantly, <laughs> birthday drinks tonight, so I can't preload too highly. Ooh, st- strategery, He's keeping
2: it sparkling uh, for this very important draft tonight. So, uh, Paul, that's it. Always, always a pleasure, sir. Happy to have you anytime. Let's let's move on to uh, our second person, who you probably know pretty well. He's been on a few drafts. We know that he hates Mad Max Fury Road. He hates Nicolas Cage. He thinks Big Lebowski is a sports movie. I'm talking about Shane from now that I'm older all the way across the the U.S. in Hotlanta. What's going on, Shane? How you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me on another draft. I just
0: want to say, first off, number one, nobody says Hotlanta anymore here. Uh, number two... Mad Max: Free Road was a terrible movie. Number three, Happy Birthday, Paul! Besides the fact that I'm about to whoop your ass, and you're going to come in probably third or fourth, and outside of that, I promise not to screw up
2: the recording this time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Shane! Uh, we we were talking before we started. It has become a cautionary tale on the draft in terms of people participating. Uh, one time in the past, Shane decided that whiskey was a great thing to drink hours before we started a draft, and Calamity did ensue <laughs> several times, and we lost him, for, lost him for a portion of it. So now he, um, you know, every time before we start a draft, we're like, "Don't be like Shane. Keep, keep don't your pull stu- Shane. Keep your stuff straight. Keep your eye on, on your recording, and everything will be copacetic." So in that in that vein, Shane, I hate to ask, man, what are you what are you drinking?
0: Um, I just finished a small. A uh, cup of uh, bourbon. Um, and then I finished <laughs> it off with a um, a thin mint cookie beer that I got. It's a stout. It's actually called a thick mint from Southern Tier. It's a 10% alcohol by volume. Delicious. Uh, but I promise not to get too hammered. And I've uh, closed out all my other programs. So I'm good to go. I'm ready to whoop ass and ready to take
2: everybody on. Happy to have you, man. Uh, always uh, always a good time. Um, so, Paul. We hold, on, hold on. We got Shane. By th- Go ahead. By the way,
0: die, by the way, Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. Bruce Willis said so. Uh, he he said it
2: was a Bruce Willis movie. It was a joke <laughs> that is going <laughs> to go get, gotten way out of hand. Shane also, you need not to a get, Christmas movie. Oh uh, whatever, man. Okay, so we got two vets. That means we need two newbies, and uh, these are two people that I've been excited to to have on the draft for a while. I, I'm I'm pretty sure they know how this works. they're, they're ready to draft. So l- let's go. Uh, Ladies first tonight with, with our newbies. I, I, I'm a big fan of her. We were talking about how she has uh, a stronghold on the podcast industry with three podcasts of her own. She guests is all over the place because she's amazing. I'm talking about Karen from uh, Citizen Dame is where I mostly know her, but I know that she's also on Circuit Breakers and the Watch and Talk. Karen, what's going on this evening?
4: Hey, guys. How are you?
2: We're doing great. Doing how, well. how 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 are you this evening? That's the that's the main question.
4: I am good. I am so excited to be here. I've been waiting for this for months. So, I'm so, so, I, I'm so I I
2: I don't know the the how the exact conversation via DM went on Twitter, but in my mind, Karen sent me like an Ultimate Warrior gif and was like, let me in this draft or something <laughs> like that.
4: <laughs> Basically, something along those lines, yeah. And,
2: and, and so I was I was super excited to, to, to get her on, and I think the, the start of our 80s tournament is, is a perfect opportunity. Are you a big 80s fan, Karen?
4: I love the 80s. Yes, absolutely. It's the best decade of movies. It really is.
2: Well, we are in agreement on that. So, that is good. Karen, we've already asked the two vets what they're drinking. What are you imbibing tonight?
4: So, I don't really drink alcohol, but I am drinking a lovely Huckleberry Hibiscus Cream Soda. And it is delicious.
2: Huckleberry Hibiscus?
4: Yes. I
2: Ooh. found it
4: at the store and said, oh, I'll give that a try. And I do not regret it.
0: That well, sounds like a character from a Quentin Tarantino film. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That's a great. Get him country, on the lady. phone. You are correct. So, um, Karen, welcome, welcome to the draft tonight. I'm excited to have you. Um, so, that means we got one more person left, a newbie here here to draft tonight, and I know that he also is is excited to draft and has been itching to do so for a while. I'm talking about my my California. We live in the same state. Drew Hallam from the Real Fields Podcast. Drew, what's going on? Yes, man? sir. What's going on, man? Ooh.
5: I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Six six one represent. Uh,
2: so your 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 excitement level from uh, a one to eleven. This is Spinal Tap style. Where would you be at, Drew?
5: Oh, gosh, um, can we can we say it was at a twelve? But then I realized that was too much and went back down to an eleven.
2: Dial it back, man. Just dial it back. Play it cool. Play it cool. Uh, but no, Drew. Uh, lives up north of me. I've met him in the flesh. I know he's a huge fan of movies. I know you're a huge fan of 80s movies as well. Correct, Drew? Mm-hmm. I am. I am. I, I I believe I've even seen your teacher, and I've seen you um, pass on some of this film knowledge to some of your students, show, show them movies and stuff. Is that is that right?
5: I did. I did. Uh, primarily for last year, we uh, I I had my students read Ready Player One. So Ooh. it was just like a perfect opportunity to like, just cram as much 80 nostalgia and knowledge and movies down their throats
2: awesome awesome well welcome to the draft man what are you what are you drinking tonight so i got a uh, kona brewing company a uh, big wave golden ale Ooh, i've had that one that is good
1: yeah kona's yeah.
5: delicious dude they make a really good they make a lot of really good beers it's... yeah and I'm, I'm not even a beer person but this is actually this uh, this suits my fancy
2: oh awesome awesome so um in terms of what we were talking about, what everyone's drinking, I'm i am actually home alone tonight, uh, taping this draft. Uh, so I'm I'm going balls out, guys. I got a, a pint. I'm with the store, and I got a pint. Some fancy beers, I like to call it. And so I am drinking tonight the San Fernando Brewing Company's Great Fruits of Wrath India Pell Ale. <laughs> it is a uh, 7.7 alcohol by volume, eight Eighty-two point five IBUs. Love those IBUs. Yum. Uh, (laughs) I I know nothing about beer, guys. Uh, So uh, that's the bitterness. uh, Bitterness level. So it it comes in a bottle. It's it's big. It's a big, pretty bottle. uh, And it's a it's a huge night. I'm super excited. I mean, like I said, I anyone listens to my show knows that I love the '80s movies to a fault, um, and the fault usually lies with my co-host Chrissy, but um, I'm. I've been. I've been super jazzed to to do this one and get and get started with this tournament. So I'm happy to have the four of you guys involved. So before we start talking movies, guys, this is another favorite uh, that I like to do on the draft. I like to. We like to set the mood. We like to, you know, go back in time. My favorite movie of all time is included in in this decade, so it's even more uh, you know apt that we're going to do this. So we're going back to 1980. Um, and, uh, we look at the songs first. So I was listening to some, some 1980s mixes on YouTube today, uh, guys at work. And I don't know about you guys, but, uh, the music was lacking as well in this year of 1980. So <laughs> let's, yes, let's, was. let's take, so the billboard top five in the year 1980 guys at number five from captain and to Neil, we had do that to me one more time, which I know is a, is a favorite of Shane's. Correct.
0: All the time, dude. I play it every night di- before I go to bed.
2: <laughs> uh 4 4 we had Rock with You from from Michael Jackson. 3 we had Magic from Olivia Newton-John. At the number 2 spot in 80 was Another Brick in the Wall Part 2 from Pink Floyd. And the number 1 song of 1980, guys, was actually a good one. It's from Blondie. It's called Call Me. That one, guys. Yeah, yeah. Like Call me. On. Come yeah. Okay. So, um, 1980. What was happening in 1980, guys? So, uh, Ronald Reagan was elected the 40th president of the United States in 1980. Um, the uh, John Lennon, of course, what that was the year he was he was shot and killed uh, outside of his impart- apartment in Manhattan. We had uh, the world, in terms of TV, was watching Dallas to to find out the answer to the question: Who shot Jr. Uh, 1980 was the year that the, the of the miracle on ice when the U.S. Olympic ice hockey team defeated the Soviet Union. Um, Mount St. Helens, uh, a volcano, blew in uh, Washington State uh, just a couple months before my birth. The biggest thing that happened in 1980, by the way. Uh, what else do we have in 1980? The original Sony Walkman was introduced, <laughs> Post-it notes, Rubik's Cubes, and CNN started in the year 1980. So... Uh, let's let's talk uh before we get to the actual names of these movies as as a list nineteen eighty films did you guys have a hard time making this list uh easy time what did you think overall
5: it wasn't it wasn't generally too hard um I think there's a uh a, a hefty handful that are definitely well known
2: yeah. Yeah, I, I I I I think it's I'm I'm moderating, so I think it's a top heavy year, uh, in my I that yeah. in, in my eyes. So um, I'm excited to see what, whatever. What, Karen, what do you, what do you think about the year 1980 in film?
4: Yeah, well, there's there's a solid group of really great films, and then there's a big drop off to a whole bunch of just weird. <laughs> dreck that's like almost unwatchable. <laughs> so it's a weird year for, for movies, honestly. Um,
2: and, and what's funny, so we're, we're starting off this year, of course, this, this uh, tournament with 1980. But uh, when I was looking at these lists for these years, I was thinking, usually we choose a draft order by picking, drawing names out of a hat. And I was like, some of these years are pretty dicey. The draft order is going to be super, super important. So I was like, we'll do something different. And so what we did uh for for this draft for nineteen eighty is we put a bunch of jelly beans in in a a wine goblet of Chrissy's, I believe. And we had uh all four of the drafters tonight try to guess how many jelly beans without going over the uh the number of jelly beans in this wine glass. And so it was interesting how this went down. Uh two two people instantly gave their numbers and I was like, Oh no. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Have they seen Prices Right? And then uh, the winner uh, of ju- guessing the jelly beans was Paul. So Paul, you chose you chose the draft Ooh. order. And, that I did. And uh, like I said, uh, I think it might have a, a lot to. Uh, it, it's a good year to be able to pick the draft order. So um, Shane, or, did we lose you? No, no, I'm here. Uh, you guys lost me for just a second, but I came back in. are you
0: still taping
2: are you still recording
0: yes i'm what dude i'm not moving from audacity my goal this time is to make sure that there are waves the entire time i am speaking so i am not going to lose audacity at all i'm not going to anything else i'm not getting distracted i'm focusing on my beer and kicking everyone's ass in this draft (laughs) okay
2: all right well let's let's do it tonight guys again tonight we are drafting the 1980 Movies Fantasy Movie Draft.
1: Hey! What's this lying around? Shit! What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys
4: stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck?
0: Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the rips. Don't let that bastard
4: breathe. Concentrate, focus, power. Remember, balance. Make coup fight.
5: Keep your heads up.
1: Play proud. Game over.
5: You
0: missed a really important, uh, one of the things that I I did drop out for is when you were talking about the year 1980, you missed one of the biggest events that happened that year. Um, What was it? A bouncing baby boy named Shane turned three. So that was Ooh. a huge thing. Everyone in Georgia, there was a huge celebration. Everyone came. So I, I don't know if you know that or not, but
2: I was three. Just, what, just putting that out there. I, I, I'm so glad I know that now. Uh, so thank you for that. <laughs> thank you for that. I mean, Shane. Women
4: don't reveal their ages, but it's possible I was also three that year. <laughs>
0: possible. So you also <laughs> were born the year that uh, Elvis died.
3: So
4: that is correct, allegedly.
3: On, on so his, his toilet. Does that make does that make Drew the real baby of this draft?
2: <laughs> gotta be, gotta be. Hey, yeah. nice.
0: So Drew doesn't even know any of these movies. He was just like basically throwing darts in the dark. Going, mm. um, oh. I'm hoping that was a good one.
5: <laughs> That's oh. that's adorable. You'll need that confidence. Oh.
2: <laughs> Trust me, so I've
0: got that and lots to spare.
2: I, I, I gotta we gotta keep this smack talk going, guys, but we gotta we gotta start it all off with round one. Again, Paul chose the draft order tonight, and he chose himself to, to choose first. Then we have Karen, Drew, and then Shane in the fourth spot, which means uh we always do a serpentine manner of drafting which means we snake around shane gets the last pick of round one and the first pick of round two but again paul chose himself to go first he's got the first pick of this entire draft he's got any 1980 film to choose from paul what do you got man
3: Well, it wasn't a very tough decision and there was a very specific reason that I chose myself to go first because I'm going to pick the first film I ever saw at the the theatre, as you Americans would call it. It is the greatest sequel of all time. It's probably, arguably, in most people's top ten films of all time. It is, of course, The Empire Strikes Back. not directed by George Lucas, actually directed by Irvin Kirshner. That's a sore point for me, because I lost a uh, trivia night one night many years ago because I insisted it was directed by George Lucas. So, so the jelly beans were mainly due to Empire Strikes Back, guys. So... That's it. We, w- w-
2: this has come up on several drafts before where there was one movie that kind of overshadowed the year, and the question is, is it so big... That there's no chance anyone could come back. What does everyone think?
5: No, there's still a chance.
3: Uh, I think it's a chance. It's not a very high one.
0: Yeah,
5: <laughs> I, I want to go
0: ahead and just and just go ahead and put it out there that I didn't really fear anybody else going forward because one word: Ewoks. Um, if it would have been Return of the Jedi, I'm, I'm sorry. If it would have been Empire Strikes Back, that, I'm not Empire Strikes Back. If it would have been Ret- Return of the Jedi. Damn it! I got drunk. Shane, what are you talking
3: about? How much what of that are you talking
0: about? Been drinking.
3: This is oh, great, Shane. <laughs> Have another beer, and by the time we get to your round, there'll be plenty of Return of the Jedi left for you.
2: It's adorable. Shane has words. Shane has just. I have gotten drunk, but I think it, but, he just but, had honestly, an
1: aneurysm.
0: <laughs> I did have an aneurysm, but but honestly, when it comes to whether or not there's something to come back from, I feel like there's enough other rounds, and because you only get one pick in the first round, you get Empire, and that's great. Um, you're missing out on so many other rounds and or, or so many other movies in round two oh, that you're gonna you're gonna get at the very end of the round. You're gonna be stuck with shit like Private Benjamin. Which congratulations, you
2: get to pick Private Benjamin. But it's Shane. You're not stop supposed to say names. Stop Shane. say. Stop. La- hey, number one, hey, I can't. Hey, I can't. Be- look. I can't. can't believe. Nope, Shane. I can't believe this all started <laughs> by you saying, "I've got one word for you, Ewoks," and, <laughs> and then it instantly went even more downhill than that. So okay, uh,
0: blame blame me for Ewoks, but, but but I do think I will hold st- steadfast to two facts. Number one, I do believe that I can come back from the fact that Empire Strikes Back was picked first. Number two, I can
2: come back from the fact that Matt Max Fury Road was a terrible movie. <laughs> uh So is 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 everyone on the Empire Strikes Back best Star Wars movie ever? Train like like me, yes, like Paul, yes, for sure, anyone. Oh, yeah. anyone Anyone not on that train? Hands down, the
0: best Star Wars movie. Rogue One uh, comes really close, but hands down,
2: it, it, it's crazy. Nineteen eighty, I, you know, it, it's, it's. You just look at the list, and it overshadows everything. So I hope, I hope that that that, that there's still hope for everyone else. And so when well, Paul, I'm glad that when Paul picked Sorry, the Justin. jelly beans. Uh, The number of jelly beans. I'm like, oh, there we go. He just uh, increases chances by 400%. We'll see what everyone else has got. <laughs> Karen, by the way, smartly waited for a while for her guess, And she, Karen, what happened? You were so close.
4: Uh, you know, I thought about doing the one-over thing above Paul, and then I was like, but I really don't think there are that many, because I do not know the size of wine glasses, apparently. so um, <laughs> You should yeah. start
0: drinking for that reason.
4: <laughs> I guess so. I didn't realize it would benefit me so much. Movie drafts
0: are very important.
4: It's true. But, okay. you know, I think that the people listening understand that there are a lot of great movies that came out in 1980, besides Empire Strikes Back.
2: Of course. Well... Paul again. Uh no brainer of a pick.
3: Uh happy belated birthday. Uh,
1: Thank you. Getting Thank that you. Pick.
2: It was
3: nice that that's why Karen didn't choose 78. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but
2: but but Paul, uh you know, uh, a man a, a lover of 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 ladies and and a gentleman picked Karen to go second. So Karen, you got your first pick of the draft coming up. W- what are you going to go with?
4: Well, and see I knew that Empire Strikes Back was gonna go first. I, I knew that. So there's so much writing on what I pick. This is this is a lot of pressure, but I decided to go with The Shining.
3: Yes. Yes. Nice.
4: Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall, I mean, there's so much good stuff about the Shining. It's so it even though it's Really dated, if you watch it now, but it's still so much fun and it still like makes me jump at all the right places and it's it's just great. I love it.
1: Here's Johnny.
2: Shout, shout out to uh, one of our favorite drafts that, that we've done, the, the Stephen King draft. Uh, <laughs> that, was, that was super fun. Shining is my favorite Stephen King uh, movie. My favorite book is It, but movie-wise, it's The Shining, and it's probably not even close. So it was number two on my mock dra- draft list. Drew and Shane, what do you think about this going second?
5: I, mean, I, I think it's uh, definitely worthy of having to be a, a first pick in the first round.
2: Shane, are you still awake?
1: Oh, Lord. Uh, Shane?
3: <laughs> he just sent a message saying, I can't hear you guys. <laughs> oh, <dear>. <laughs> he... <laughs> but he is still recording, he reassures us.
1: <laughs>
3: Where is the, the... Oh, Jesus. Shane, come
2: back to us. Why? Why?
4: It's got to be his... Internet? I don't know.
3: Or his alcohol
2: consumption—that's
4: also possible. (laughs) (laughs) Should we be concerned about this thin mint beer?
3: Apparently. (laughs) What's the alcohol volume on that one? I
4: think he said ten percent.
5: He He said ten percent. Oh, damn, Shane! (laughs) And he still had a pecan pie
4: left. Right, and 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 the thin mint was not his first drink.
5: No, he had a glass of bourbon
3: beforehand. (laughs) Call me back, he says. Uh, I can't hear. <laughs> it's all right, Shane. We're not talking about you. It's all fine.
4: <laughs> I think this means we get to pick his... his
3: um... Yes. How he said I he won't... wanted
5: Urban Cowboy, right?
3: Yep. That's what yeah. he was talking yep. about before the draft. I'm pretty sure right. that's a, a safe pick.
5: That or, uh, you know, give him Blue Lagoon. It's.
2: Uh, I'm going to have to call him back. Hold on. Everybody stay. Stay where you are. Here we are. Let's see. I'm back.
3: Shane? god
0: damn it shane. i don't I don't know what dude i'm still recording i don't know what the fuck happened skype fucked up on me i'm still fine skype fucked up sure. <laughs> don't touch uh-huh. the
4: technology just, just don't touch anything e-
0: shane ewoks <laughs> that's all i can say is
4: ewoks
0: <laughs> fuck the goddamn ewoks were you recording the whole time I've been recording the entire time, but I haven't been saying anything because I couldn't hear you guys at all. I got to um, Mad Max is a shitty movie, and then right around that point, it was um, oh, everything dropped out for me. So I have no uh, idea what Karen's pick was. I hope it was awesome. I hope it was great. It was of course it
4: was awesome.
0: <laughs> well, let's let, let's let's. <laughs> I'm let's guessing get, it was Urban Cowboy. Let's get back into
2: <laughs> Shane, Shane. What do you what do you think about Karen's pick? She she took The Shining. What, what do you think about that?
0: Um, the, when I think of The Shining, the first thing I always think of is a Simpsons episode where they talked about the shinning uh, because they were worried about copyright infringement. But The Shining is one of, in my opinion, the best horror movies because there's not really a monster. Uh, the monster is basically in your own head sort of thing the entire time. So it's built a lot on you being scared of what could happen or what might happen and shit like that. And I just think it was masterfully done the entire time.
2: I feel like Shane might like recreate the Shining tonight with his whiskey and him just like really going <laughs> off the rails. Ewoks. I've got one more for you. Ewoks. Karen, <laughs> I, I think, I think the Shining w- was a great pick to go, uh, with, with right after Empire Strikes Back, of course. So, um, we will move on to Drew. You got your first pick of round one. What do you got, man?
5: So I'm going to go with a, uh, I think a, a genre defining comedy for 1980. And it features a man who clearly seemed to never age in his lifetime. I'm going with airplane with Leslie Nelson.
2: Very nice. Go, go on, going on right down my mock draft list guys. Why, why airplane drew?
5: It, it's so funny. And I think it like set forth like all of like the, the classic one liners. I mean, it's a, ve- it's an incredibly
2: quotable movie. Can you fly this plane and land it? Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley.
5: And definitely, um, I think uh, set the the bar for like the gimmick movies, like Mafia, Hot Shots. Those kind of like Naked, gun. Bar. Oh, naked yeah, gun, Naked Gun.
3: Yep, uh, Naked Gun. Man, <laughs> it's it's a great one. Liz, I mean, Leslie it, Nielsen was the treasure.
0: He, he was oh, everywhere
3: during this po- time
0: period too. He was just everywhere.
2: It it kind of uh, like he he was a dramatic actor before, mainly before for all this, and then it, this just like he exploded when this came out. So, uh, was, is everyone cool with Air, airplane in the first round? For sure.
0: Um, I feel like there were better choices here. Quite honestly, Ooh. Ooh. Um, I, I, I I still love you, Drew. Any I really do, Ewoks? but. I- I, I know it doesn't come down to Ewoks. I just feel like there's a lot more stuff sitting here that, that for the first round, knowing you're not going to come back around for quite a while, knowing that you don't have two picks in a row like I do coming up. Um, I would have picked other stuff besides airplane and really hoped
2: beyond hope that it would be there at the end of the
0: second round, but that's just me. <laughs>
2: You know what? There's going to be a lot of uh, young people, I'm sure, that are going to be listening to this draft and they're like, what is Airplane? Everyone needs exactly. to see Airplane, right? <laughs> this is a oh, this yeah. is a must if you're if you want to be a sure. a, a, a fan of film, the, just how important it was to to comedy, the genre of comedy. So, and I'm um, it script-wise, I mean, of course it looks dated, but script-wise a lot of it still the the humor still hits, especially the guy, the the everybody in the flight controller booth uh I'm obsessed with, of course. So uh love airplane, think it's a great pick for round one, Drew, which means Shane, Mr. Whiskey, you got your 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 round one pick, man. What are you gonna go with?
0: Um, Saturday Night Live back in the late 70s was amazing. Everybody on the show went on to do amazing things. And when they decided to branch out and do their own movies, they hit a home run with one movie in the 1980s that truly sticks with me to this day it's kind of like ferris bueller every time i see it i stop on it i stick with it it's one of those movies that i watch all the way through it's blues brothers at the fourth pick in round one
3: Not bad, Shane. Not bad.
2: (laughs) Uh, You guys have gone down my mock draft list. One, two, three, four. The Blues Brothers. Karen, Drew, what do you think about this pick?
4: It's a good movie. It's a great movie. Yeah, it's an awesome movie. I mean, that definitely deserves to be a first. Uh,
2: One of the best uh, car wreck scenes ever put on film. (laughs)
1: when all brothers. the when all
2: the cop cars
0: start start piling up and shit it's amazing uh, and there's there's so many amazing one-liners like I don't, if if anybody hasn't listened to my show I st- I put uh, clips from movies that were basically you know more than 15 years ago on the show cuz it's called now that I'm older and I use a few blues brothers clips and there's so many great one-liners through this movie that every time you watch it and if you're not paying attention there's shit that you miss because it's it's kind of that that really quick comedy that you get with guys like John Candy and John Belushi and shit like that that you just that a lot of people tried to emulate going forward from this but this was one of the first times that they put this many stars in the same movie I mean for God's sake we had Princess Leia in this movie as well shooting machine gun
4: <laughs> well and that's the mark of a really great movie is when you see so many other films after it trying to to take pieces of it and redo it recreate it it's because they're trying to recapture that same magic that you got the first time so.
2: Uh, I want to do a a Saturday Night Live uh, alumni draft someday. This would definitely be a a round wonder. Uh, And there's been a lot of those. So I think it's great. It's a classic. And I think it's a a good round one pick for Shane. But it's time for round two. And Shane gets another pick. And then he doesn't get to pick for a while. So Shane, this is super important for you. What are you going to go with for your next 1980 film?
0: Raiders of the Lost Ark in round one, or in round two, first round pick. I, I, uh, there's no way you can skip over Raiders here. That was raiders of the Lost Ark is
5: 81.
0: 1981. <laughs> Hold 80? on, no, 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 I looked up the fucking list today from Ranker, it was, it was a 1980 <laughs> film. It's, no. 1981. it's 1981. Okay. Well, fuck that. Shane, hey, There's a lot of movies that Shane, you are Shane, Shane,
2: Shane, I got one word for you. Ewoks. Ewoks. Hey, I looked at I looked at three
0: different websites today that said it was in 1980. Okay, that's I've not.
4: I've got the 1980 domestic websites. grosses from Box Office Mojo. It is not on that list. <laughs> was one of those websites Google? Oh, Wikipedia.
0: Hold on. While everybody's laughing, I'm going to go ahead and break Paul's heart because I knew he was hoping beyond hope that this would be there in round two. But I'm going to go ahead and go Friday the 13th.
3: (laughs) It's a slight step down from Raise Lost Ark, but please continue. (laughs) What do you, what do you love about Friday the 13th, Shane?
2: Tell me. I'm waiting.
0: When it comes to defining horror, um you had to go back to Jason. There's no way that the the whole horror genre was a lot of it was based on a character that had magical powers, could, you know, he didn't have any magical powers, but for some reason he could fucking walk at like a slow brisk walk and catch up to people who were running and shit like <laughs> that. Um he could mow down teenagers who were obviously way more you know quick than him and had more, you know, endurance and shit like that, but he could catch up to them. He had a knack for killing people when they were naked. It's just one of those movies that as stupid and ridiculous as horror movies are a lot of times Friday, the 13th, the original captured something that scared a lot of us on an inner level, scared a lot of us on a really, really shitty level to where we were like, Holy shit, dude, if I went to some sort of camp and this like really happened, I'd be fucked up. But it, 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 how can I say this? It captured the ability to scare the fuck out of all of us, but at the same time, it was campy and shitty at the same
3: time.
4: He loves it so much that he doesn't even know Jason's not the bad guy in it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: You described the series really well, though, Shane. But uh, Friday the 13th, the original film, it's Jason's mom who's doing all the killing. Mm-hmm.
2: If you'd at
4: least seen Scream, you would know that. <laughs>
3: Oh,
2: um, Shane! I'm still so good. I, I'm still aghast at like the sharp left turn from the Raiders of the Lost Ark pick to right, dude? Team. I swear to God, everything
0: I looked at today said it was 1980. So I don't know if it was in December of 1980 or whatever. I don't know what the fuck it was. No, it was May I don't know how it happened. <laughs> well, I don't know how it happened. But fuck that! <laughs> this is great. This, be, this <laughs>
3: whole draft, Shane's whole draft, can be a warning on what not to do on a fantasy hey, draft.
0: Let's just go ahead and let's just go ahead and put it out there. A lot of people are going to vote without looking, and all they're going to see is Blues Brothers and Friday the Thirteenth. So shut your mouth true. and just accept the fact that you are going to be second. And mean, meanwhile,
2: we're just we're just praying that they actually listen to the draft so they can see how Shane actually got to no, Blues Brothers no, in Friday. No, no, we're not hoping
0: that at all. We're not hoping that at all. <laughs> uh, in, fact, in fact, if anybody's listening,
2: stop now, because it's probably
0: going to get worse from here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we better move along. Shane, uh, I like the pick. I, I think it's an iconic start to the franchise. I'm seriously pissed off that they're not – yearly uh, Friday the 13th still going on. I love the, the reboot. I don't know why they didn't continue. I'm still pissed. So, uh, I like it, man. I like the pick. So, Drew, you you got your second pick after picking Airplane in the first round. What are you going round two?
5: You know what? I think I'm going to uh, have to go with uh, a few more laughs since Friday the 13th was taken away from me. We're going to go with uh, Caddyshack.
2: Yep, Ooh. Badass. Why Caddyshack, man?
5: You know, honestly, I have I've watched uh Ronnie Dangerfield ever since i was a a younger kid, and uh I just I love him in this movie. I love how weird Chevy Chase is and just the the goofiness of Bill Murray as the groundskeeper just i mean when he's teeing off on the flowers and he's a, he's trying to act like he belongs, but he really doesn't it's just it's a funny movie and plus a dancing gopher how do you How do you not love it? <laughs>
2: I think we've talked about Caddyshack on, on the show before in the vein that the, the history of how this movie came about and the actual filming of the movie seems like it needs a documentary in itself. Just that it's like an uh, amazing accident that it turned out being as good as it is. So, lightning in the bottle. Uh, light, lightning in the bottle. Uh, uh, and then another, we got, we got Saturday Night Live alumni uh, aplenty in this movie as well, including my fave... Bill Murray as well. So, Drew, you you went two comedies though. You you, you think that 80, 80 has, has has some some A plus comedies?
5: I I think that it has some A plus comedies, and I think I've definitely grabbed at least maybe half of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: nice. Like we like we were saying earlier, I think this is a top heavy draft. So these yeah. first, these first couple picks I think are gonna make or break everyone. Um. So I think it's a good pick. Uh, everyone else agree this is a, a good yeah, for s- sure. round two round two pick?
0: Absolutely. No way it was going to make it to me at the bottom of round two, but it was oh, no. definitely on my list, and it was right above Friday the 13th as far as what I was going to
2: pick. But I was like, I went comedy first. So I think Caddyshack's Shack's a great pick in round two. All right. I agree. Karen, Karen you got your round two pick. Uh, we're circling back. To you, you picked The Shining in round one. What are you picking for round two?
4: Well, I'm definitely not going with a comedy. I'm going with the Best Actor winner of 1980, and that is Robert De Niro in Raging Bull.
2: Very nice. Some Scorsese in the draft. Uh, Which,
4: honestly, Scorsese should have won Best Director for this. I'm just saying. It's a
2: one of his be- one of his best if not his best film in my eyes it's it's it, another amazing film uh, of course de niro at his prime i think like he he knocked this one out of the park and more uh, is it one of your top uh, marty movies
4: oh absolutely yeah it's it's definitely this is like if you really want someone to understand who scorsese is as a director they have to watch raging bull and if you want to see robert de niro give the performance of his life this is the movie you have to watch i mean it's just everything about it is just so it's it's so well done it's i think the black and white aspect of it really just draws you into this world in a different way because it really makes you focus on the performances and on the violence and on all the things that are happening you know right on screen but it 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 just, there's so much just gorgeous subtext happening too. It's it's all around, it's just such a perfect movie. And um, I mean, honestly, there have been some great Scorsese movies that have come after, but nothing holds a candle to Raging Bull. So,
2: we, uh, of course, if, if anyone listens to our podcast, they know that we have a long list of to-do movies and we have a double feature of Raging Bull and Taxi Driver that I'm really itching to get to with Chrissy uh, so I, I think it's a great pick Karen in round two I mean you got Shining and Raging Bull that's that's huge so um, congrats to you we got to move on to the guy that picked a long time ago in the one spot he got <laughs> Empire Strikes Back yesterday with his birthday everything's turning up roses for him let's see what he's got for round two Paul what do you got man
3: Well, I think we'd all probably agree that the, the seven picks that have gone so far, everyone would have said would have gone in the first two rounds. And I'm hoping that my, the eighth pick of this draft is, is also the sort of in the round, the top ten, but we'll never know. I'm sure Shane will find fault with it. It's another sequel. I think it's the best of the original Superman. It's Superman 2. Despite the controversy directed by Richard Lester and, you know, we all know Richard Donner had a huge hand in it as well.
2: God damn it. (laughs) Hey, that's amazing. (laughs) So let's back this up. So Paul, with his first two picks, picked a Star Wars movie and a Superman movie, guys. What does everyone think about this? Should we go ahead and mail him uh, his, his trophy for for this year what's going on over there,
3: there <laughs> there's still three, more
2: peaks. still three he's more picks
5: fa- he's picking fan favorites but that doesn't mean he's gonna win I just think it, just, it looks like it is
0: <laughs> I, I feel like if he would have gotten the Blues Brothers
2: and Friday the 13th in his first two rounds <laughs> he would have been doing better you but, obviously you, you obviously thought this was a good pick, Shane. Because uh, you, I you, mean, I've got you, the two I,
4: best performances from actors, so you know.
2: There you go. There
0: I, you go. I still I still think Christopher Reeve it, Christopher Reeves is my Superman. Like he was fucking amazing As, when I was a kid. Like when you Likewise. saw the music play and you saw him fly across the screen, you were like, "Holy shit, that's Superman, dude! He's really flying!" Like, and you believed it. So Superman two a great pick in round two. Um, it, just that whole Superman thing, like dis- despite what Warner Brothers and DC have done and fucked the DC universe since they've gotten a hold of it in the the two thousands, Christopher Reeves was amazing as Superman, so I think it was a great pick. And um, still, Mad Max was
3: a great movie. C- quick and General quick, Zod, Terrence Stamp is General Zod, uh, but he was actually Neil, like, yes, he was chewing Neil up the scenery, but, but he was so much fun in that film, just absolutely like. A villain you love to hate. And his some of his quotes are hilarious from that film as well.
2: Paul, Paul where are you on the one versus two uh, debate? Which I, one do you like better?
3: I probably like two better, but they're kind of like a package deal to me. I, I find it very hard to separate them in my head. They're sort of right there with each other. Um, I was about to say... Uh
2: I just watched the the new HBO documentary, the Robin Williams documentary, and there's this oh. amazing footage of Christopher Reeve being at the I think it's a, the christening of one of Robin Williams, I think it's it's either his daughter or his son. So she, he or she is a baby and Christopher Reeve is there. The whole documentary is is amazing and, you know, just like the Mr. Rogers documentary, I had to like Put Kleenex everywhere around me, but um, I, I, I definitely recommend it. Um, Christopher Reeve has always been my Superman as well. So, and I'm super surprised that this got all the way back to Paul, who again has a Star Wars movie and a Superman movie already in this draft. But it's time for round three, and he gets another pick on top of that. Paul, again, it was your birthday yesterday. What do you What do you got for round <laughs> your, What do you got for round three, man?
3: This one's tougher. I think maybe, we, in my head at least, we've reached the end of the, the sort of top end of the draft and it does fall away from me here. So, I'm I'm worrying my head. I, between head and heart, which way do I go? Is it too early for heart? Can I rest on my laurels in the first two picks and hope everyone just glances over pick three in the middle of the draft board? No.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, so... I've got two sequels. I've got kind of a uh, a superhero movie. So I'm going to steer clear of something that I was going to pick. And instead, I'm going to go the serious film, The Answer to Karen's Raging Bull. I'm going with John Hurt in The Elephant Man at number three. Uh,
2: damn you, Paul. Amazing pick, Paul. It it struck the the youngs. Again, there's a lot of young people probably listening to this. They they haven't experienced old school David Lynch. Tell us about The Elephant Man, man.
3: Yeah, that's a really good point. Old school David Lynch. Like, I'm in the process of making up my list for our next episode, which is top 10 pretentious films. And believe me when I say that David Lynch comes up a lot, but The Elephant Man is an exception to that. It's a straightforward, very human drama about a man with a facial disfigurement sort of set in a time before, well, not that we're as open-minded as we like to think we are now, but uh, and how he is in the late 19th century sort of miserable as a result of this and how horrendously people treat him. It's... It's really hard to watch, it's heartbreaking and it gets you right in the feels.
2: Uh RIP John Hurt. We just did Snowpiercer yes. on the show. He was obviously in that. Right he's a, he's a amazing in The Elephant Man as well. So, uh also, uh, I've seen The Elephant Man on uh wish, where was it? I think it was on Broadway, but I know that uh Bradley Cooper uh loves The Elephant Man and he he was recently on Broadway with it amazing amazing play as well so i i definitely recommend if if anyone out there hasn't seen it to check it out so it, it puts, it's a great movie everyone agree with this one is everyone hopefully everyone's seen elephant man oh
4: yeah yeah. it's been a long time but yeah great movie.
2: shane are great you film. shane are you still awake i'm i'm here i saw
0: the elephant man on pbs when uh when i was really like i was i want to say i was like 10 <laughs> 8 10 somewhere in there and it You're was sure like that, even wait the, wait wait
2: you sure that wasn't
0: babar Uh, the elephant (laughs) it might have been return of the jedi and i thought it was um but when i when i saw elephant man even as a kid at like eight ten years old somewhere in there it was still very powerful um i think it's a terrible pick for uh round three (laughs) but i think it's a great movie overall i just think when you're drafting movies you're hoping that people recognize them and i think about I don't know 89 to 92% of the people who are voting on the draft are going to go what the fuck is the
2: elephant man is that a movie about elephants Here here's the thing guys again I did a draft a mock draft list obviously I was born in 1980 so I wasn't around to see the critical consensus on some of these movies and a lot of these movies I haven't read like past reviews when they came out so I, I'm not super knowledgeable about what was Critically, uh, you know, liked back in eighty, but I have a, a a few horror movies from eighty that I'm super surprised that Paul didn't go with. We'll see if they snake back around to him. So I respect I the pick. I, I respect the pick, Paul. I think it's a great movie, but we got to move on to Karen for her round three, round three pick. What do you got, Karen?
4: All right. Well, my number three, my round three pick the second highest grossing movie of 1980 and perfect for the age of Me Too, and that is 9 to 5.
1: Working 9 to 5 What a way to make living ready. Getting by It's all taking and no giving They just use your mind And they never give you credit It's enough to drive you Crazy and you're ready nine
2: And now I love... Karen, guys. (laughs) So, uh, I, I love, love, love Nine to Five. I'm a huge fan of Dolly Parton. And, uh, I was just on someone else's podcast. I can't remember. Oh, uh, the, our friend Pod, Podstalgic, Peter's, Peter has a music podcast as well. We talked about some of the songs from the eighties in terms of film. And I love Dolly Parton. I love Nine to Five, the song, but the movie, is super amazing, Karen. Why did you pick it in round three?
4: I mean, you've got Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin, and Dolly Parton all together in one movie, first of all. And it's all about them taking revenge on their just awful, sexist boss. And it's so funny. You've got these three really, really hilarious women together teaming up against this just guy that you just can't stand. And it's Dabney Coleman who plays him. And he's just so good at being such a, like, just a awful person i'm sure he was very lovely but not in this one he sure (laughs) wasn't and and yeah i just i love everything about it it's still funny it's still timeless and it's it's one if you haven't watched this movie seriously give it a shot it had a great um it had a broadway show it's um you know it's it's still around because it's it's just something that really resonates
2: I mean it holds up it holds up and it has it a, res- a resonating theme especially now in 2018. So everyone check it out because I heard they they're wanting to do a remake and I'm just like, "Oh, why? Just watch just watch the original. It's amazing." So
4: Exactly. Because they don't need to remake it.
2: Everything gets remade though. They're talking about remaking the Matrix for God's sake. Uh well, like I said, see the original 9 to 5 guys before the remake comes out. Uh, I think it's a great pick, Karen. I love it. Drew, you got your round three pick. What are you, you going to go with, man?
5: Well, nine to five was taken. I was almost going to go for laughs, but
1: mm. <laughs> mm.
5: well, you know what? Uh, I am going to probably go for a little more of a laughs and gasps. So I'm going to go with uh, John Carpenter's The Fog.
2: Ooh. So that was so that was one of the ones that I I was mentioning earlier. I think it's super underrated in terms of Carpenter. Why'd you go with the fog for round three?
5: I think it's just one of those movies that, again, like you said, it's underrated. I think it's a uh, it's taking that supernatural element to where it's like it's it's like H. P. Lovecraft says that you know the the fear of the unknown is all in the dark, and that's exactly like what the fog is doing. It's just it's obscuring everybody. No one knows what's in there, and. It, it, it's a good movie. It's a
2: good nineteen eighties horror movie. Paul, what do you think about this pick? Mr. Yeah, I'm Mr. Not as,
3: Go so ahead. I'm I'm not as big a fan of the Foggers as, as a lot of people are, but it's a pretty good earl it's certainly one of the best, if not well, other than Friday thirteenth, the best horror movie of nineteen eighty, so it's a good pick by Drew decide that film doesn't float my boat as much as it does most other old school horror fans.
2: Oh, Drew! You just got your your pick. Just got negatroned, man. What do you feel about well, that? I said it was
3: a good pick.
1: Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: gotta, all right. It's we right, got to bring you down, Paul. Again, it's, <laughs> yesterday was your birthday. You've got a Star Wars that'll, film and a Superman <laughs> film, so we got to bring that, you down. That'll be,
5: that'll be my birthday gift to Paul. He can.
2: <laughs> um, th- there's still one other that maybe maybe it's just a favorite of mine, and I have it way high up on my mock draft list. But uh, I think the fog is a good pick, Drew. We're going to move on to, to Mr. Shane here with his round three pick. Shane, here we what, go. What,
0: are, what are you going to go with, Shane? I think anytime you can involve Clint Eastwood and an uh, ape <laughs> of any type, you have to – if you can get Clint Eastwood kicking ass and any sort of an ape slash monkey, do it. So I'm going any which way you can from uh, 1980. Um, as a kid, my dad loved to watch these kind of movies, any type of movie where somebody was getting their ass kicked – at all my dad was involved in so as a kid i was sitting right there next to him and like i said right turn clyde when uh when he tells the monkey to to punch one of the bikers in the face uh it's just one of those movies that sticks out of my head from uh, when i was a child i know there were sequels i might be mixing some of them up and shit like that but it's it's one of those things that sticks with me hey Ewoks. Okay, so shut your mouth. But <laughs>
1: but it, like I said,
0: if you can involve a monkey and Clint Eastwood, go for it. So any which way you can in round three.
2: I'm I'm thinking this is high high Hi. yeah, Totally high, right? <laughs> Karen, what do you think about any which way you can? Is this is a high pick?
4: Oh, that's a very high pick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Ooh, Shane, Clint Eastwood and a monkey. You're like that's all you need. But you know, it's actually a perfect representation of Shane's list, so it makes sense. It's fine. <laughs> oh, Shane! Have you actually seen this one, Shane?
0: Did I not just describe one of the scenes where he punches a, a biker in the face? From he's in a pale blue truck, and he says, "Right turn, Clyde," and he punches one of the bikers. Have I not just described the fucking scene that I want? Jesus, yes, I've seen the fucking movie. <laughs> And by, well, by the way, Karen, I mean, it I, was
4: the fifth highest-grossing movie of the year. So,
0: by the by the way, Karen, I just want to go ahead and say Friday the Thirteenth, Blues Brothers,
2: and Clint Eastwood and a monkey. Okay, so thanks.
4: <sighs>
2: oh man, Shane, <laughs> oh, oh, always fun, man. Always fun. This might be another Big Lebowski moment for you. Taking any which way you can in round three, we'll see in the end. How, number, how- five, number
0: five, number five-grossing movie in 1980. In 1980,
2: all. but I don't think it holds up in 2018. Uh, I'll have to do a a rewatch sometime very far in the future, of course. But uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see, man. Uh, but you don't even have to rest on your laurels, Shane, because we we got round four starting right now. You just took any which way you can because of Eastwood and a monkey. What do you got for round four? Smoking the Bandit two. <laughs>
3: Seriously, totally,
1: <laughs> wow.
3: Okay, Didn't even make my list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no uh,
3: okay, so if, you,
0: if if you were fr- you guys don't understand, you're not from the South. Okay, true. The that fact true. that you had any type of a Southern sheriff talking with that type of an accent, with fucking a guy in a fucking in this Trans Am going across the country to fucking move that the the whole fucking premise of everything going on in smoking the bandit is just prototypically where I'm from. If you didn't have superstation TBS channel 17 growing up in the South, you wouldn't understand. Obviously that's why all you guys are going, Oh my God, smoking the bandit. Like what the fuck else you got? Oh my God, flash Gordon's still there. Yeah, I get it. But smoking the bandit for me was way more important than that kind of a movie. I mean, there was so much shit going on in this movie that was prototypically the times that um, it just it's it stuck out with me and I'm like I said I was born in '77 so this movie was on all the time when I was growing up,
2: but the sequel sucks. Shane.
0: the sequel is terrible. <laughs> right? This this sequel wasn't terrible. I mean, it's not yes, as bad as is. Mad Max Fury. It's not as bad as Mad oh. Max Fury Road. Oh shit!
2: Shane is like trying to tank. This is like a, a intentional tanking of the draft. What are you doing, Shane? What are you doing?
0: I've got Clint Shane's Eastwood and shine. a monkey. I've got Clint Eastwood and a monkey and the Blues Brothers. Okay, shut your mouth.
2: Yes. Oh man. Okay. Well, You know what? I I regret that at the start of this draft I didn't mention. Hold that
0: on. For- let me let me let me go ahead and jump in and say most of the people who are going to listen to this draft who are going to listen to your show are not going to have any fucking idea what raging bull was. Okay. So as awesome as a pick, as awesome of a pick as that was for everybody who knows what movies are, people who were born around this generation, a lot more iconic shit is going to stick out than a movie like raging bull. While it's great for performance, for the love of God, you got Burnt Reynolds running across the country going really fast in a fucking car, okay? okay Smoking a is the road. If they don't know win.
4: Raging Bull, do they know about Clint Eastwood with a monkey? <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I'm, just, I'm just saying. Shane. Oh, they uh, know about the monkey. I. I raging bull is a, a straight up like classic, like above all else. Smoking the Bandit, I love the the original, but the second one, there was even a third one, is utter horseshit. So there's a difference I between don't, picking I don't the first one and I, the second one. Instantly. I don't
0: acknowledge the fact that the third one exists.
2: <laughs> well,
3: well, well, again, he does we'll, have standards. Well done, China.
2: This will all this will all play out in the polls. We'll see who who is right. Everyone else is Shane, Drew. You got your 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 round Ewoks. four pick, Ewok. One word, Drew. Ewok. <laughs> One go word. ahead, go ahead with your your round four pick, man.
5: Oh man, okay. So round four pick, and I'm um, and again right now I'm I'm debating between like going with what I possibly had for a wild card and putting it in four or keeping the wild card. But uh, you know I'm gonna have to go with my wild card pick because I, there's a possibility it might be. Painted or might be uh, picked early on. So with approval for a U.S. release date, Uh-oh. I'm going to go with Mad Max, February 15th,
3: 1980. Mm-hmm. I thought that was earlier.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Why do you have to do this, Drew? I hate when I have to like... Uh, so... If you, Google, uh, if you Google, if you IMDb, what comes? If up? you
5: IMDb it, it, it is 1979 in Australia, but it didn't hit U.S. Yeah. shores until Texas uh, uh, until February fifteenth, 1980. If you 12th, would like April me to change it, I will.
3: Yeah, I, I think we have to change it because I would have been fine. very interested. That's let's fine. go.
2: Let's go straight 80, Drew, because I, 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 you know, Shane still got uh, one more pick, and who knows what he's going to go with? Let's <laughs> let's let's, let's say I can go something from
0: 84 him. at this
1: point. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 da.
0: and I could sing the fucking song of a movie that's not even in the fucking year so Drew pick another goddamn movie
5: yeah, Ewoks go, go ahead Drew alright so with the uh, you know what then with the uh, new release of the uh, Robin Williams movie coming out I'm gonna pick one of his very first movies and that is Popeye from
1: 1980 and all at once I knew I knew it once I knew he needed
2: Until the day I die I wanna why I knew he needed me Damn it!
4: Ooh. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it!
2: A sentimental favorite, uh, Popeye. Why why, I, why that in round four, Drew?
5: You know, honestly, I mean, Popeye. <laughs> Robin Williams is, is truly like my icon and hero for uh, cinema. I, I, I adore the man. And even though Popeye, it's It's a hard watch when you first watch it. But then if you go back, you can actually appreciate uh, what it is. The fact that the set for the movie is still there. Um, Shelley Duvall is perfect casting for olive oil. And it's just, you know, the songs eventually, you know, get in your head. The whole like, you know, I am that I am that I am that I am that I am. It's just it's a it's a it's a good movie. And I can thank uh, Gidget Von LaRue for that because uh, she made me watch it over and over. (laughs)
2: <laughs> i i agree altman a, a weird uh entry in, in in altman's imdb list but i think yeah, I, sure. I i i love it because I, robin and and shelly duvall are so good in it um what does everyone think this is a good round four pick it, everyone's seen
3: popeye oh yeah long time ago but yeah look i think at this stage if you're getting stuff that uh it's half decent. You're doing pretty well, so that's a that's a solid <laughs> pick.
4: KTLA Channel Five used to show it all the time when I was a kid, so I don't even know how many times I watched it.
2: Uh, it's got uh, Bill Irwin playing. Who does he play in it? He's he's uh, the the guy with the hat that's like he's made of putty. You know who I'm talking about. Anyway. Nope. Popeye. The guy, who wants, a, the guy who, <laughs> who
0: wants a cheeseburger or something like that?
2: Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Wimpy. Oh, yeah. Wimpy, yeah, wim- there wimpy. Wimpy. The, wimpy. There you go. Wimpy. There you go. He's Wimpy. So uh, I think it's a good round four pick. Uh, good job, Drew. Karen, you got your round four pick. What are you going to go with?
4: Oh, all right. Uh, I'm going back to horror. I'm going to go with Prom Night.
2: Ooh. nice Nice. karen not (laughs) even on my list
4: really Wow. so so tell
2: tell shane about prom night karen
4: oh my gosh prom night is like the best it well it's not the best but it's such a fun just such a fun like teenagers getting killed horror movie such great one when you're young and just want to watch something just just delightful and scary (laughs) and I mean it's got Leslie Nielsen again and Jamie Curtis. oh yeah
5: two of my actors
4: uh, yeah like it's just it's it's just one of those movies it's been a while since I've watched it but it's just one of those that it's like ridiculous horror it's when horror movies were really just fun and silly and another one that other movies have tried to kind of you know, mimic, copy, they remade it and it was not nearly as good. The remake. No. Oh my gosh. The remake was just Yeah it was sad. Awful. But yeah. But um but yeah, prom night, it's you know, you've got kids that are like trying to cover up that they did something really terrible back in the day and that's always gonna catch up with you guys. You're gonna get brutally murdered if you do that.
2: So <laughs> <laughs> super super uh Canadian there, eight, I love the '80s Canadian horror films uh, as <laughs> yep. well, so I, I think it, it, it was one of those ones I was mentioning earlier. I think it's a great pick to go within round four. Um, Paul, you got your round four pick. This is the end of the round, man. We, we've snaked all the way back around to you. Are you? You got some horror films you want to you want to end up with? What do you got?
3: Yeah, look, it's tough. Again, coming down to what do you think? Will play well on the on the draft board slash when people listen versus what 's truer to your heart and obviously the wild card round is just around the corner, so i'm kind of hovering around that but there are I would say there are eight films here on my list that could all be my wild card entrance, so do I have two of those Ugh. or do I play it smart and i 'm going to go with smart i think uh, I think i'm under representing a sort of Teen demographic in a way here so uh, in a film that's probably censored a little bit more, aimed a little bit more at at women, I would say it's a teen musical drama it's fame
2: what okay okay let's let's stop the draft right here. <laughs> That's that's Paul, a very shane pick, sir. Paul <laughs> Paul Mr. Notoriously hates musicals. Yeah. Picked, picked fame in round four of the eighty draft. What do you where is my where's the Paul that I know? Who who are well, you? Well,
3: the Paul that you know keeps losing these drafts. So I've had to go back and have a long hard look at myself in the mirror. Uh, look, and I've decided that this is where I lose by picking too much with the heart and as much as I don't love the movie, I'll be the first to admit, it's actually pretty good for a musical drama. Most importantly it's got a pretty good song and that's what I will take away from that movie forever uh, Was it Irene can't remember the name off the top of my head but that song you'll know it, you've probably played it over the top of this picture uh, Justin and <laughs> yes I'm waiting for it, you
2: to sing it Paul, I'm just waiting for you oh to god, sing no.
3: it. Oh god no, no one needs me to sing that, absolutely no <laughs> one.
1: That's the one. <laughs> <laughs> that is Karen, the one.
2: Karen Karen, did did uh did Paul steal this from you? Is this a fave?
4: That was gonna be my next pick. Oh yeah. I love Fame. Ooh. And I loved the TV show growing up too. Oh
2: yeah. Uh,
0: fame. So many uh, le- so many leg warmers, dude. Like the leg warmer budget on my <laughs> show was huge.
4: Leg warmers were the best. They were so so convenient.
0: And warm. Keep your way, keep
4: your legs warm and not have to wear pants. I mean, come on. Uh,
2: Irene Irene Kara, is that it? Who Thank sang you. that song? The I one. think that's the uh, one. Uh, directed by Alan Parker. Who knows his knows who knows his way around a, a musical as well. Me too. So yep, uh, it's a very surprising pick, Paul. And I think it's a good pick for you. You have, you have turned over a new leaf again. Yesterday was your birthday. So uh, maybe that's it.
3: Maybe that's the difference, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, we're already here guys we We've mentioned it already before. It's round five wild car round here in the nineteen eighties movies draft, Paul, what are you gonna finish
3: out your team with? Well, I'm awake. To Shane's antics at the other end of this draft. I know what he was trying to do before, and it's not going to work so because this was always my wild card pick, and I'm so glad it slid to here, and it has. Directed by Mike Hodges, it is Flash Gordon. Flash. Ah, savior of the universe. From obviously 1980s, starring Samuel. Samuel, Sam L. Jones. Woohoo! And Max von Sydow playing the best villain uh, to come out of that particular, uh, other than General Zod, of course.
5: Thanks, Paul.
0: God damn you, Paul! God.
1: <laughs>
0: I was sitting here praying. I was like, "Dude, nobody's gonna pick it. Like nobody, like everybody's forgotten about the fact that I confused return with fucking empire, and nobody's gonna pick nobody's Flash cried. Gordon. Nobody's Ewoks. I, I, parent. I, shut I up, Ewoks! So nobody's nobody's <laughs> done that. Nobody's everybody's forgotten the fact that I thought fucking." Raiders of the Lost Ark was in 1980. Everybody's forgotten that I'm going to get to pick Flash Gordon, and then Paul steals my thunder and my sunshine, and I I just want to cry. I'm not sure
3: being too closely associated to Shane's list is a good (laughs) idea today, but nevertheless, Flash Gordon was always my number five.
2: I can't believe you that Flash Gordon fell to round five. You know, uh, it's... I mean I can when I look at the board and I see any which way you can in round three
1: <laughs> and, and the band two in round four. But uh,
2: I think it's super underrated, super fun, campy, of course. That's it. Thank you, Justin. Um so
3: Paul's sorry, list. Drew Drew, you were trying to say something there. Did I I cut you off? Sorry, man. Drew are no, you, no, a, no, no. Was,
5: are, you a, are you a Flash Gordon fan, Drew? I am a Flash Gordon fan, very much so. Nice. It's mostly
0: the it's mostly the song from Queen for me.
3: Yeah, the soundtrack's awesome.
2: I I watched it again after uh, Thor Ragnarok, which I love and has a lot of uh, Flash Gordon tint in it as well. So I think it's an amazing film. I think it's a super round five pick. So good job, Paul. Karen, you've got your your last pick here in the draft. Super important here in the wildcard round. What are you going to go with?
4: So I wasn't originally going to consider this one because I figured I was probably the only person that ever remembers it existed as a movie. But I've recently been talking to people who all say that they loved it. So I thought, well, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm underestimating it. So I'm going with the big screen debut of Michael J. Fox in Midnight Madness.
3: Whoa. What? What? I've never even <laughs> heard of this movie.
4: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Please, please. You guys have on. to find it, was- it. You have to see it.
0: It was Michael J. Fox's first film, actually. It was. And I, it was like so close to being on my list, and I was like, "I don't know, It's first film. Nobody's going to hear of this." But hey, Karen, good pick.
4: Thank you. It's
0: super
2: a- super culty. So explain uh, it. Yes. I, I I know well, obviously Paul hasn't seen it. So explain uh, Midnight Madness.
4: So it's this, um, uh, what's the word? A uh, um, scavenger hunt movie. So you've got these teams. And they're all like rivals. It's like a bunch of people that all know each other, and some of them hate each other. And they're on different teams. They're all competing, and they're they have just all these things that they have to solve, like these clues all night long. And Michael J. Fox actually plays the younger brother of one of the contestants. And it's just it's they get into the most ridiculous situations. Like okay. there's a scene at a miniature golf place, and there's like just all these hilarious challenges that they have to do. It's so the,
2: fun. Think a think a smaller, more contained '80s. Rat race, and that's kind of what yeah. Midnight yeah, yeah. Madness okay. is. Yeah. So, uh, back Back to the Future is my favorite movie of all time. I love Teen Wolf, and and then this is the third Michael J. Fox movie that I saw as a kid. And I'm like, oh, you, you watch it, and you're like, I want to be in this, <laughs> this this scavenger hunt as well. Yes, so, <laughs>
1: exactly.
2: Uh, I think it's a it's a perfect wild card pick. We'll see. We'll see what everyone else thinks, Karen. But Drew, you got your round five pick to to end your team on. What are you gonna go with?
1: Oh my
5: gosh! Everything's been limited. <laughs> uh, you know, I think I would go with probably just try to play uh, play smart, and I'm going to go with uh, ordinary people.
1: Whoa! Oh, yeah. Yep,
2: yep.
4: Great film.
2: All right, it, it, it instruct people who haven't seen it on ordinary people, Drew.
4: Oh gosh.
5: Okay, so like the older brother is all distraught um am sorry the the older brother died and so um it's I mean, been a I while since i've seen it younger brother to that's the... it mm-hmm. it's been a while since i've seen it i mean like i i just know that it won best picture and best director so i was trying to play smart for it, it it's just it's just this like horrible drama it's like this guilt heart-wrenching drama that will definitely just like leave you in tears it was uh robert
2: redford's De- directorial it. de- debut. It's yeah.
4: Mary, Mary Tyler, Tyler Moore. Moore was phenomenal yep. in it. Yeah. She plays Mar- just this bitch, like she's so awful, and it was such a crazy departure from what everyone knew her as because she was like America's sweetheart, and then she plays this really cold woman who doesn't know how to have emotions in the wake right. of her son's death.
5: So he's trying to like reconnect with her, and mm-hmm. she's just not having any of it, and. It's it's a good movie. I think it's it really like, again, is. like it, it, it might have won Best Picture. But again, I think it's one of those ones that it, it stood at its time. And now it's kind of just who remember it, remember it.
2: Um, also uh, has Donald Sutherland, Judd Hirsch in it as well. They're both good. A, a great movie. A great movie. So good um, pick, Drew. But we've only got one more pick left in this draft. And and the fact that it, it, it falls upon Shane is it, perfect as well. We'll see what he's got up his sleeve for the wildcard <laughs> round to, f- to finish this entire draft off. Shane, I cannot w- wait for this. W- what, do you, what do you got for us, Shane? I don't think I'm going to pick here.
4: I'm just going to abstain. <laughs> I
0: think you guys have made enough fun of me to where I'm, I'm to the point where I don't even want to pick. I'm just like, you know what?
2: Screw you guys. <laughs> I'm going home (laughs) Ewoks (laughs) Shane before you pick Shane. I mean, maybe it's just me, but there's a few uh, really good ones. Maybe they're a little culty flip like B side loves of mine from the eighties. What do you, what do you got, man? I honestly
0: went back and forth and I'm going to go with funny here because I loved her during the eighties. I'm going with Goldie Hawn here with private Benjamin. Um, Basically, just another (laughs) formulaic fucking, you know, laugh, you know, when you watch the movie kind of shit. Really popular during the 80s. But it's, I'm going to go ahead and be honest. My fifth round pick, like everything, I was praying beyond prayer that fucking Flash Gordon would be here. And I went back and forth between the Blue Lagoon and Private Benjamin. And Private Benjamin is one of those movies that I'll still go back to to this point and watch and laugh and fucking be like, dude, I love Goldie Hawn. But there's just there wasn't a 1980 wasn't a great year for film. So there wasn't a lot left here <laughs> at the number four What's pick in picture? round five. So, I mean, I could have gone star crazy. I could have gone fucking coal miners daughter. And at the end of the day, I laugh out loud when I watch Goldie Hawn in the 1980s. So I'm going Private Benjamin
4: i say him. that's a good pick shane didn't good you job. didn't you
3: shit on that film early in the draft shane? <laughs> Like
4: right in the beginning that
1: was,
3: that like, was i totally toy. did i totally that did, was <laughs> that did. Was but was it wasn't herring. round five
5: then
4: he was trying to get us to not pick it yes <laughs> Dear,
0: for the love of god if, if fucking flash gordon wasn't there
4: i need a private
0: <laughs> benjamin to be there okay paul stop trying to shit on my fucking <laughs> strategy <laughs>
2: Oh, man. I I love that Shane's got four comedies and Friday the 13th, which is his <laughs> favorite movie involving Jason, which Jason's not even barely <laughs> in. Uh,
3: so, it's only because he couldn't have Riders of the Lost Ark.
1: <laughs>
3: Ewoks. <laughs> One word, Ewoks. Uh, One
0: word, are, Ewoks.
3: Hashtag Ewoks. <laughs>
0: All right. You should so, definitely uh, add that to the fucking episode. Hashtag us <laughs> Yep.
2: Let, let's, uh, before we get to the honorable mentions, let, let me read out the, the picks for you guys so we can get them straight. So Paul has The Empire Strikes Back, Superman 2, The Elephant Man, Fame, and Flash Gordon. Karen has The Shining, Raging Bull, 9 to 5, Prom Night, and Midnight Madness. Drew has Airplane, Caddyshack, The Fog, Popeye and Ordinary People and Shane has the Blues Brothers Friday the 13th any which way you can and the smoking the Bandit 2 and, <laughs> and, and Private Benjamin <laughs> what what is what does everybody think about your, your chances uh, in this
3: week's draft I've been on this show too many times doing this draft too many times to ever feel confident so I'm just <laughs> I'm just happy that I don't have Shane's list
4: <laughs> yeah. I'm just happy to be here. So, you know. Right. I, I got to
0: um, be honest, after after listening to all the picks, I got to be honest, I feel really fucking confident with mine. Um so <laughs> everybody else can shut their mouth. I mean, raging bull? What 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 the raging bull? Who knows about any bulls here, okay? <laughs>
1: I I, I <laughs> what, what wow, is it? Wait. What is
0: this? Is this a draft about farming? Okay? <laughs>
2: I cannot wait for this uh, eventual draft board to drop, and we to have several replies saying what happened to Shane. Is he okay? I'm, I'm gonna
0: get I'm gonna get like six, maybe seven picks total, and there's gonna be like Votes. 180 picks, and I'm gonna get like four. So I'm okay all with from that.
4: His individual Twitter accounts. Uh,
0: oh they, man. Well, uh, every one of yours is gonna be from farmers. Okay. All, everybody who cares about bulls. Is going to be picking Karen, (laughs) and it's like six
2: farmers that listen to Justin. (laughs) Um, All right, uh, guys, uh, what do you got in terms of honorable mentions? There, there's a few kind of okay movies left. What if if you had one more pick? Let's go down the list, Paul. What were you going with with round six with one more pick?
3: Ooh, I would probably go even more wild card and go either Battle Beyond the Stars or Cannibal Holocaust
1: whoa yes. Yes. Deep, yes. Cannibal
3: Holocaust. deep cuts. Yeah, man.
2: Wow. I would have I would have really respected a round 5 Cannibal Holocaust. That would have been amazing, but Yeah, know, and I, again,
3: old loser Paul would have picked Cannibal Holocaust <laughs> at round 5. Probably would have done it at round 4.
2: Oh man. Karen, what would you be going with if you had one more pick?
4: Uh, you know, my mom's already going to be mad that I didn't pick it, but it would be somewhere in time.
2: Ooh, somewhere in time. Yep.
4: Speaking of Christopher Reeve. <laughs>
2: ah, Christopher Reeve, R.I.P. Uh, Drew, round six. What we, what, what, what do, you, what do you have left?
4: You know,
5: honestly, like you look at that list and you think, like, man, you got you got Xanadu. You have a classic horror movie like Motel Hell, but I would go with an even more probably like Paul was saying like a big wild card movie, and I would go with uh, Kage Musha.
2: Oh whoa! I don't even know that one. What? What is that?
5: It's a it's 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 a uh, three hour Japanese film from like feudal Japan. Like Roger Ebert gave it four out of four stars, and it has like an eighty seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes and eight out of ten on IMDb.
2: Kanye, how do you spell that?
5: I need to check that. Kage, out. Kage Kagemusha, K A G E M U S H A.
2: Whoa, whoa, okay, Shane. What would what what would have been your next pick?
0: Um, I, I honestly would have gone probably gone with Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder and Store Crazy, just because, uh, like I said, living in the South, they Superstation Seventeen played all those movies like twenty five times a day. And uh, you kind of got them ingrained in your brain. But it was one of those movies that any time it was on, it was like, holy shit, dude, these guys had amazing timing as two comedians back then. And seeing a black guy with a white guy back in 1980 was like, holy shit, this is groundbreaking. So it was for me as a kid, it was like, holy shit, this is awesome. But for me,
2: it would have been uh, stir crazy one of the best Richard Pryor films. Uh, you know, he was in a lot of bad ones, but Stir Crazy is a good one. So Stir Crazy um, was
0: awesome. And and the fact that he wrote Blazing Saddle still like is amazing.
2: Um I you know, in terms of wild card guys, I, I love movies that you're like, have you seen this movie? It's super fucked up. And I probably would have gone to something that was mentioned earlier, the blue lagoon. Have you, have you
1: guys seen the blue lagoon? Yes. Seen
2: the blue lagoon.
0: Uh, yes. That, that was, that was the next movie in my list. <laughs>
2: uh, the so, blue lagoon was one of like those, uh, first movies that we did way back in the day when we started our podcast, and, uh, I definitely recommend it to someone who has never seen it before. It's one of those movies you have to watch their faces. They're watching it because <laughs> there's so much stuff going on. You're like, what is going on? The Blue Lagoon. Watch it, guys. It's, it's, it's pretty crazy. Also, <laughs> also shout out, also shout out to Alligator, another yes. cult, cult classic that I list. love. And it, it, it very bound to happen sometime soon on our podcast with Chrissy as well. Um, anyone, else, anyone want to throw out some other titles that they got? Um, I also you know, love like-
4: The Last Metro from Francois Truffaut.
3: Okay, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. I've got... Uh, This is odd, this one. The Gods Must Be Crazy, because that came out in, an, in Australia in 1984, but its original release is 1980, so mm-hmm. I remember it quite reasonably well. I'm like, there's no way that film's from 1980, and it took a bit of research to work out what the hell was going on with it.
0: Is that the one with George Burns?
4: No that's, no, that's Oh, the, the, that's oh God. That's Oh God. I'm sorry.
0: I'm sorry. Yeah. Botswana? <laughs> I heard the word God and I was like, wait a minute.
3: <laughs> w- yeah. one Coke one- bottle gets dropped from a plane and it sets off this unlikely chain of events and yeah, blah, blah, blah in like uh, tribal Africa or South Africa.
2: There's one movie that Shane mentioned before you even started this podcast. Shane, you want to mention that one, uh, that you didn't? Urban
0: Cowboy, dude. Anytime you can get John Travolta on a fucking mechanical bull. If I wouldn't have picked Private Benjamin at number five, I was about to go Urban Cowboy because like I said, anytime you can get that chin involved in any movie that you're like looking at at all, that chin will involve you in the scene no matter what he's doing.
2: (laughs) Uh, I agree, everyone should experience Urban Cowboy. I also think everyone should experience And John Travolta's Chin. His Chin. Uh Use Cars is on my list. Dressed to Kill, right. Brian Brian yeah. De Palma. Dressed to Kill.
3: Yeah, yeah. My, on mine too. Uh, I had The Changeling and The Awakening is two other little uh horror films yep. as well.
2: Yeah. Atlantic City. Al- Altered States with uh, yes, William oh, yeah. Hurt. Uh yeah. is a good one. Uh, someone mentioned Motel Hell, someone mentioned Xanadu. If someone would pick Xanadu. American American Jiggler. N-
0: Nobody dropped in American Gigolo with Richard
2: Gere. Yeah, yeah. What we're saying is, there's a lot of bad eighty film, <laughs> 80s films, <laughs> terrible, 80s films, the goddamn terrible that we miss. But, but some uh, of them are I, just
4: so fun to hate. Like you know, they're terrible, and that's why we like to watch them.
2: I but in conclusion, I think you guys uh, pick some of the best, and and then there's shame. <laughs> So,
0: Flint <laughs> <laughs> Eastwood and a movie.
2: There's so many factions uh, of voting. This could go either way. It I mean, could the most important. So many directions. The most important. If if you're listening to this, go on our Twitter, of course, when the the poll drops and pick for your favorite team. Because this being the tournament, whoever advances from from this year, being 1980, will we'll go into our semi. One of our semifinal rounds which is going to be next year, either the year 1987 or 1988. And then, of course, our fi- our final will be 1989. I think Paul, uh, as we mentioned earlier, has a super good chance with a Star Wars movie and a Superman movie. But we, we will see how it shakes out. We will. we will. We will We will see how it shakes out. So, again, the biggest thing is, is thanks to all four of the drafters here tonight. I'll go down the draft board, we got to make sure that you check out each and every one of their podcasts because they are, are are amazing podcasters in their own right as well as drafters tonight. Paul, where can we find you in the countdown online, man?
3: Uh we're on Twitter at the countdown PC. We've just switched hosts to Podbean, so you can find us on the Podbean app and all that stuff as well. And our website is slash countdown There you go.
2: Again, uh, a happy birthday to you, Paul!
3: Thank you very much. Uh, Thank you for the invite. These shows are always awesome, as are your regular apps. And uh, it's always a pleasure to be here and, and competing with such a such a great crew of people and and Shane. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, and, and good luck to you, sir, in this tournament. Uh, hoping to get your second win here in the draft, Karen. This was your first fantasy movie draft. We loved having you. Where can we find you and all your your podcasts online?
4: Oh man! Well, the easiest way to find everywhere I am is just to follow me on Twitter at Karen M Peterson, and there you can find my links to Circuit Breaker and Citizen Dame and the Watch and Talk. And I just want to say that this was everything I hoped it would be. You guys are awesome.
3: <laughs>
2: we-, we loved having and you. So ca- Shane. Oh, and Shane! <laughs> Please, everyone, thank everyone and Shane tonight, Karen thank thank you again for joining us tonight it it was a pleasure drew you were also a newbie tonight uh did you have a good time where can we find you in real feels online man
5: man i had a great time i I, this was everything i wanted to be in more
2: (laughs) (laughs) so you you've got you've got an amazing podcast where where can we find you uh where can we find your podcast man
5: so you can look up uh, Real Feels Pod, that's R-E-E-L, Feels Pod, on Twitter or uh, Facebook. We got Real Feels Podcast, and uh, we bring you a different movie of a new genre every other
2: Wednesday. Awesome. A pleasure to have you, man. Again, this is a, a great time. And we have Shane left to go. Shane. From Atlanta, I'm not going to say hot, Atlanta, Mr. Whiskey, Mr. Mad Max Fury Road, your favorite movie. Where can we find you uh, online, man?
0: Uh, you guys can find us at nowthatimolder.com. You can also
2: find us at NTIO Pod.
0: Um, we are the podcast to go to when you have no idea how you feel about getting to be 30 or 40 years old. Um, we are also the podcast that will tell you Nicolas Cage is a terrible, terrible fucking actor Mad Max Fury Road is a terrible movie as well and The Goonies let me say Justin is one of the best movies ever made in all of time and if you guys don't love Blues
2: Brothers then you don't love America and that's all I have to say
1: <laughs>
2: Shane love you man thank thank you for, for joining us thank you for, for, for keeping it going uh, tonight through, through five rounds of, of amazing picks uh, shout out to, to your boy Kenny as well Um, And and shout out to everyone listening at home. Thank you again for listening. This being the tournament, it's more important than ever that you go online, vote for your favorite team of five 1980 films in our poll. And again, the winner will advance in this tournament to the semifinal round. Um, Thanks again to Paul, Karen, Drew, and Shane for joining me tonight. Blues Brothers, check it out. you're, you're listening right now, but you can also find our podcast, So I Married a Movie Geek, at Podbean, SoundCloud, Spotify. Shane is still talking. <laughs> you think this is going to work, Shane? You think this is going to work? <laughs> Subliminal Shane. messaging, motherfucker. Uh, we're, also, we're also at Movie Geek Cast on, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And, again, thank you for listening to 1980. Stay tuned later on this month for 1981. We have four amazing drafters waiting in the wings for that one as well. And another interesting year in film. So, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks a lot. This was a podcast from the PodFix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.